Welcome to the Love Never Fails podcast. My name is Jeremy Squires of St. Peter Baptist Ministries Aurora, and I'm glad you decided to join me on this episode. There's a common misconception among human beings that we have all the time in the world to do the things that we want to do. Today, I want to encourage you through the scriptures to value the time that God has given us because time is not on our side. Please enjoy this episode. Many years ago, the Rolling Stones had a song with the title, Time is on my side. And in that song, he sung about a girlfriend that had went away, but he said in time she would return, so time was on his side. Many of us, like the Rolling Stones, walk around singing a tune that time is on our side, and we believe we have all the time in the world to do what God has called us to do, all the time in the world to keep God's commandments. But the scripture does never gives us the illusion that we have time on our side. The scripture is always warning us of the urgency of doing what God required us to do every moment of our life. So today we're going to look at the parable of the ten virgins in Matthew 25. And to look at this to illustrate time. Now this, this parable can illustrate a lot of things. But today I want to take it to illustrate the illusion of time that we fall in. Let's take a look at Matthew 25. Then shall the kingdom of heaven be likened unto ten virgins, which took their lamps and went forth to meet the bridegroom. And five of them were wise, and five were foolish. They that were foolish took their lamps and took no oil with them. But the wise took oil in their vessels with their lamps. While the bridegroom tarried, they all slumbered and slept. And at midnight there was a cry made, Behold, the bridegroom cometh, go ye out to meet him. Then all those virgins arose and trimmed their lamps. And the foolish said unto the wise, Give us of your oil, for our lamps are gone out. But the wise answered, saying, Not so, lest there be not enough for us and you. But go ye rather to them that sell and buy for yourselves. And while they went, out, went to buy, the bridegroom came, and they that were ready went with him into the marriage, and the door was shut. Afterward came also other virgins, saying, Lord, Lord, open to us. But he answered and said, Verily I say unto you, I know you not. Watch therefore ye, for ye know neither the day or the hour where the Son of Man cometh. Now to give you a background on the culture, in that time when someone was getting married, the whole marriage ceremony was like a, a, a week a week long thing. And so what happened, the bridegroom would come and he would take the friends of the lady he was going to marry and he would bring them into the week long celebration of the marriage. And so they were all waiting to be part of that celebration. And so the one that did not have their lamps when they heard it, when they have any or have enough oil, when he when the trumpet sounded to perceive that he was coming, that the bridegroom was on his way, they could not have didn't have a light to be able to see and wait for him. And so now we see that they were not prepared. They knew that they were gonna that the bridegroom was coming one time. They knew that they were supposed to be enjoying the celebration, but they did not prepare. 
they assumed they would have enough time to get enough oil to make it through the celebration. They slumbered and slept instead of making sure they were prepared to have the oil so they would be part of the celebration. This is the same rut we as believers fall into. We think we have all the time to do what we know to do and what God has called us to do. But time is not on our side. We have to prepare and work every day knowing that we don't know what day will be our last. But we got to keep going. We got to be prepared to do the work of the Lord. We have to be ready for his return, whether it be by rapture or it be about us going home to be with the Lord. But we need to know that time is not on our side. We have to be working and preparing and doing all God has called us to do. God has commanded us to love. God has commanded us to forgive. God has commanded us to go ye therefore and teach all nations. We can't assume that time is on our side. We got to work. We got to prepare. And we got to do what the Lord says do. Time is not your friend. Time at some points is a, is a blessing in some situations and a curse in others. That's how that's how um, unbalanced time is. Sometimes I need more time for a situation. Sometimes I have too much time in a situation. So time is such a complex idea that we need to get rid of the illusion that we have it and that it's on our side. And we got to work and seek the Lord to be surrendering ourselves to God because the time is not on our side. I want to take a look at another parable. We find this in Luke chapter 12. And this is when the man built the barns. Now the parable is really to show about greed and covetousness. But it also illustrates how he thought time was on his side. And he, how he thought that all the blessings that, that he would receive were for him to relax and enjoy himself. And he did not understand the times that time was short. Alright, so let's look at Luke chapter 12 starting at verse 15 verse 16. And he spake a parable unto them, saying, The ground of a certain rich man brought forth plenty. And he thought within himself, saying, What shall I do, because I have no room where to bestow my fruits? And he said this, I will do. I will pull down my barns and build greater, and there will I bestow all my fruits and my goods. And I will say to my soul, Soul that have much goods laid up for many years, take thine ease, Eat, drink, and be merry. But God said unto him, Thy fool, this night thy soul shall be required of thee. Then, then who shall those things be which thou hast provided? So this man here had the blessing. The ground had he had tilled and worked hard, and he had the blessings. He had everything that he thought he needed. So he said, I will do what I know what I'll do. I'll tear down through these barns and build more bones and I'll fill it up and I'll eat, drink, and be merry. I'm going to take my ease. He assumed he had time. He assumed that all the blessings and things he had was just for him to enjoy a comfortable life. That was the deception of the enemy. And God has blessed many of us. He's gifted us. He healed our bodies. He's reigned on us. He's given us all that we need. And we can believe that these, this wealth and these blessings, these talents are for us to just have a life of ease and kick back. Then we have the rest of our life to chill. But not so. God said to the man, to thy fool, this night thy soul is required. Y'all, we don't want to be like that man, y'all. We don't want to be a fool. 
thinking that we are supposed to be relaxed, thinking that we should relax with our blessings, relax with our gifts, and we're just going to stockpile our money. We're just going to do everything and just have a life of ease. God may come and require your life tonight. And if we have not done what we should be doing, if we have not been diligent with the blessings, we will be caught with our work undone and we will be crying, Lord, Lord. And we don't want to find ourselves in a position that we don't get hearing him say, well done, because we were kicking up our heels, relaxing with the blessings of God. We cannot assume that time is on our side. I cannot assume that I have enough time, you know, on my side to, to get something done. I got it. We're not saying walk in fear. I'm not saying be afraid, but I'm saying understand that you don't have the time you think you have. We've all heard the stories about the spouses that didn't kiss one another when they left the house and then something happened and they never got a chance to kiss, you know, the, the spouse. And they say, I wish I had more time. We all wish we had more time with friends and loved ones and things like that. And we need to understand that whatever time we have been given, we got to value that time. We got to love in this time. We got to forgive in this time. We got to have joy in this time. Why would I be fighting with my fellow man like I have time to, to, to get this thing right? I need to love like the days are it. I need to live every day as like my last in the fear and the admiration of God. I should keep his command to love. I got to keep his command to forgive. I got to keep his command to seek peace and pursue it. That's what I have to do because time is not necessarily on my side. I hope we all live a long life. I hope we all live the life that God has for us with length of days. But we can't assume that we have time to harbor unforgiveness in our heart. We can't assume we have time to be lazy and not be diligent with the dreams and the wisdom and the inspiration God has given us. If God has given us something to do, we need to walk in our calling. If God has told you a certain thing that you do with a person to make amends, we need to do that. Don't let the Lord tell you to let something go and you hold it one more day thinking that you got another day to offer forgiveness, another day to get those things right, another day to hug a brother or sister, shake a hand and say, I'm sorry, please forgive me. Let's restore this relationship. We are not giving the days to time that we think. So while it is day, while you have time, take the blessing of life, the blessing of breath, the blessing of health, the blessing of strength, and do what you're supposed to do with the time you're given. This is not something to make you afraid, but it's to let you know the urgency that we should love and do the things of God, because I may not have time to get that relationship right. I may not have time to give that apology. I may not have time to ask forgiveness tomorrow. So today, I need to redeem that time to owe no man but to love him. To forgive everyone that trespass and ask my trespass to be forgiven by them that I can and, and to do what God has called me to do. There's a, a, a scripture in Ephesians 5 and I think 15 through 17 just to remind you about the time. Verse 15 says um, in Ephesians 5, 15 says this. See then that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise redeeming the time because the days are evil. That redeeming that time means valuing that time, ransoming that time, you know, considering that time precious. Own the time that we're in. Redeem the time. Be aware of the value of the time that you have. Colossians 4 and 5 says this. Walk in wisdom toward them that are without. Redeeming the time. Once again, valuing 
and ransoming and holding the time that you have with value. And so we're going to redeem the time. We're going to understand that even though we feel like we have more time, and I hope we have more time, we're going to love, we're going to live, we're going to forgive, and we're going to be diligent to the things of God as if today is our last. I thank you for joining me on the Love Never Fails podcast. I hope something I said today will encourage your heart to continue to go forth in the Lord and redeem these times. Use this time which is so precious to do God's bidding and to get your life in order. God bless you. If you listen to this podcast today and you don't know the Lord Jesus as your Savior, you can pray this prayer and you will be saved. Let us pray. Lord Jesus, I come to you today. I am a sinner, but you died for me. Jesus Christ, come into my life. Be my Lord and Savior. Take control of my life from this day forward. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Amen. Congratulations and welcome to the family of God. If you pray that prayer today, I would love to hear from you. So reach out to me at loveneverfails.run and let us know that you've made that commitment to Christ. Have a wonderful day.